Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the CFIB points to excessive red tape stifling farmers. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly cloudy skies, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high today, minus 4. The low, minus 9. Wind chill, minus 10 tonight, minus 16 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, winds up to 15K. The high, minus 4 for Thursday. Wind chill, minus 16 tomorrow morning, minus 8 in the afternoon. The low, minus 11. Friday, sunny, the high, minus 2. The low, minus 6. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high, plus 3. Low minus 5. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high plus 1. The low minus 9. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4. The low minus 10. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6. Normal high for this date, minus 11. The normal low, minus 23. The sun rose at 8.47 this morning. It sets at 5.33 tonight. And around the province, we have a hot spot, Maple Creek, plus 2. The cold spot, Stony Rapids up north, minus 21. And Estevan, Saskatoon, both minus 8. Swift Current, minus 1. Weyburn, minus 7. Yorkton, minus 6. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 7. That's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 4, giving a wind chill right now of minus 8. Humidity, 93%. The barometer rising, 101.3. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 4. Winds are from the south, southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougalauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business, the CFIB, says a survey shows farmers would benefit greatly from reduced government red tape. CFIB Vice President Marilyn Braun-Polin of Regina says a survey shows 95% of farmers feel reduced red tape would help Canada become more competitive and innovative. She says farmers face confusing forms, poor government customer service, and excessive or outdated regulations. When you look at the benefits, I mean, the time and effort it takes to, um, you know, to fill out, uh, you know, fill out these redundant forms and, and uh, um, you know, outdated forms, I think the, the better time would be, would be spent on, on running their business. And what we found is that 
you know, it would, um, when we asked our farm members, it would allow them to spend more time running their business. 85% agree with that statement. It would also reduce their stress or allow them more time to spend with family and friends. It would also give them time to explore innovating or expanding their business, but also, you know, to spend more time on projects that contribute to their community. So we look at, you know, the impact of red tape, and that's really what Red Tape Awareness is all about. Uh, Awareness Week is all about is to shed the light on the issue of the paper burden and overregulation uh, and how it impacts uh, businesses, but also today we're shedding a light on how, you know, farmers are saying, 95% of them are saying that, you know, reducing red tape would help make businesses like theirs um, and would help Canada become more competitive and, and, and innovative. And we know that, you know, farmers are must compete on the world stage, so cutting through unnecessary red tape is just one low-cost way governments can help uh, make their business more nimble and, and uh, competitive. And we're not talking about deregulation or removing those important rules that are in place to protect Canada's food supply. We're talking about reducing unnecessary red tape that farmers, you know, that farmers face every day. What are some of those items? What's the best way to reduce red tape? What is, how are some of those advantages? Well, I think when you when you look at it, some you know, red tape really can include confusing forms, poor customer service, and excessive or outdated regulations. When you look at that, farmers just don't have time to to uh, wait on the phone for for an answer or fill out uh, a redundant uh, redundant form. So I think when you you know look at you know sitting on the phone for hours and hours to to you know to get answers uh, or fill out piles of confusing paperwork in the middle of calving or harvest, um, that's something that we really want governments to take note of. And I, when we've asked farmers, um, you know, which federal government agencies had the most room to reduce red tape, like streamline rules or, or shorten their forms, uh, without negatively affecting health, safety, and, and environment outcomes, the top five were CRA. Uh, we know CRA um, gets it wrong 40% of the time, and that's not a good track record. Certainly, uh, you know, what, what business could stay in business if they got it wrong 40% of the time, that's not a good track record. Um, Stats Canada, you know, we know they've reduced the number of, of survey questions, but they still send it out right in the middle of seeding. So, you know, that's an area where we need to look at. Um, but we also hear about um, about the carbon tax and, and the red tape around that, but also the cost and the impact to the bottom line. Uh, you know, we hear about Temper Foreign Worker with Service Canada, but also CFIA need to make sure their, their rules and regulations are enforced with fairness and, and common, common sense. And so reducing this red tape would certainly free up farmers' time and we'll let them focus on actually running their business. So you see the best answer is to streamline rules and simplify language? Yeah, I think when you look at it, what we're asking for them is that, uh, you know, streamlining their rules, simplifying their language, um, you know, you and, and, you know, shortening forms where they could. I mean, the Temporary Foreign Worker Program, we know a lot of farmers rely on that program. They just face a mountain of paperwork, time and cost. So, you know, we, we know that some governments have done a better job than others, and certainly in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan continues to, to make red tape reduction a top priority. They earned a grade of A in our red tape report card just this week. But then we also have Saskatchewan uh, a finalist for our Golden Scissors Award eight years in a row, and they've introduced a uh, Saskatchewan Help Cut Red Tape webpage, and that'll let business owners fast-track the red tape concerns. So, you know, I think when you when you look at it, we certainly encourage farmers to use this Help Cut Red Tape portal to, to share your red tape frustrations with the Saskatchewan government so they can then reduce that unnecessary regulation and red tape that will free up some time for them to then grow their business and, and reduce the overall burden. This week you awarded the Paperweight Award to the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. Tell me a little bit about that. 
Yeah, well, you know, this is this is one where the CFIA got or was awarded a paper paperweight award for finding a meat processor forty two thousand dollars because his customers had purchased his product in, in BC and then sent it to Alberta. And what's shocking about this story is a tribunal exonerated the producer after a grueling four year legal battle which cost him hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And so, you know, the business owner said, Well, he's happy that he was exonerated of the wrongful charge. On the other hand, he's angry that an agency like the CFIA can do this and have little or no apparent consequence. So this is a real life example of how interactions with agencies can weigh down an agribusiness owner and, and, and frankly drown them in red tape, taking up you know the money and resources that could be better spent growing their business. So you know this is why we, we have our 11th annual Red Tape Awareness Week to really shed a light on governments that are doing a better job than others, but also to also highlight the, the impact of unnecessary red tape and how it impacts the, the Canadian economy. Marilyn Braun-Polan is the CFIB Vice President for Western Canada and Agribusiness. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020 right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds, they're held over, they're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782 59.99. Poor harvest weather has affected some seed germination test results. Sandy Junek is the molecular lab manager at Discovery Seed Labs in Saskatoon. He says there are differing results from various parts of Saskatchewan. He says early harvested crops are showing good germination. Yeah, anything that, uh, that we're seeing that came off uh, early before any of the September snow or rain Generally, the quality is really good. It's anything that kind of sat out after that inclement weather uh, where we're starting to see some issues. Junik explains the problems from crops harvested after snow and rain fell in September. Uh, we're seeing issues with the germination not being as strong. Uh, some of it may have started to sprout in the field. That seed obviously has higher moisture, so we're seeing some dormancy issues in it. And it may not store very well over the winter, and we could see those germination levels drop on the way to spring. Junek says the disease levels were also checked. Disease levels are kind of regional, depending on the weather that happened during this year. The south, typically the, it was a little drier, so the disease issues aren't as big of a problem there. We're still seeing elevated as levels of ascochyta on peas, kind of province-wide. Fusarium-wise, the more north uh, you went, where you got rains kind of consistently throughout the year, we're definitely seeing elevated disease again. And then any of the stuff that sat out uh, after that rain or sitting in a swath, we're seeing the, the total fusarium levels start to climb. Junek was asked about the availability of pedigreed seed. Definitely never hurts to book a little bit early, especially on, uh, we've seen some of the durum not have as strong germinations this year. Uh, so if you're looking for durum seed, wouldn't wouldn't hurt to either get yours checked or book in uh, soon. I think there's going to be enough good quality pedigreed seed from all the other crops. Uh, it really will depend kind of on, on the storage this year due to some of the higher moisture of how things hold up till spring. Junik says on-farm storage is a concern for farmers. Yeah, it, it seems to be we're getting a lot of questions on 
what's the best thing to do with some of that seed with higher moisture. So there's going to be a lot of people booking time into, into grain dryers and things like that this year and, and a lot of people hoping that, uh, that it stays cold. Junex's crop vigor is quite good. Vigors overall are not that bad this year. Again, on some seed lots, though, we're starting to see the vigor uh, be a little bit lower uh, than the germination and pulling away from that 10% that we like to see. So that's why we always recommend getting a germination and a vigor test at bare minimum on your seed lot, because although it may germ good, that's done under perfect conditions. But as soon as we put some stress on that seed, we really see that number drop down. Junik also suggested retesting farm seed before spring planting. Yeah, absolutely. We always recommend that people get another germ or a German vigor redone in the spring, a little bit closer to seeding time, just to make sure that nothing happened to that seed lot over the winter. Uh, we've had kind of a weird year with uh, fluctuating temperatures, depending on how that grain's stored, whether it's in a full or a half bin. Sometimes we can really see that germination drop over time, so it never hurts to bring it back into the lab a little closer to spring give yourself enough time to source new seed if you need it but we'd rather find a problem with your germ dropping in the lab than you finding out in the field. Junix says the lab has had steady work since harvest and the winter has been busy. The federal government is touting a buy Canadian advertising campaign focusing on local food and the national agricultural system that will be rolling out in the coming months. Agriculture Canada officially began seeking bids for a firm to design and implement the multi-million dollar campaign earlier this week, according to a document posted on the department's website. Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau has issued a statement confirming the general aim of the campaign that's expected to roll out this summer. She says they are investing $25 million to the Buy Canadian campaign to build consumer confidence and pride in Canada's food producers. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained 60 cents at 435.58. Oats fell a dollar seven at two fifteen forty four. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar forty three at two thirty five sixty two. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty six dollars thirty nine cents. Feed barley one seventy seven sixty eight. Flax five twenty one thirty five. Lentils four eighty two fifty. Yellow peas two forty six eighty nine. And feed wheat one fifty six eighty three. In Minneapolis, March spring wheat is up one and a quarter cents at five sixty-three and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, January the 22nd sale. A decent run here today, 25.50 in the short, and a big run of cows and bulls, 400 of them, a total of 29.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 77 to 87, sales to 88, 89, D3 cows, 66 to 76. The, co the cows are averaging 80.50. Good bulls, 89 to 99, sales to 104, 105. The bulls are averaging 99.50. On to the pre-sort sale, some highlights on the steer side. Listen up, guys. Here's a good sale here this morning. 425-pound steers, 257. 
500 pound black steers at 244. 575 pound steers, 229. 650 pound steers, 222. My favorite pen, of course, 700 pound tan steers, 206. I like this group here. 800 pound steers at 194 and 850 pound steers at 189. Onto the heifers, 500 pound heifers, 210. 575 pound heifers, 199. 650s brought 189. 700 pound heifers, 179. 775 pound heifers at 171 and 850 pound heifers at 163. This Friday, January the 24th, first bred cow sale of the year. 250 cows booked, two herd dispersals and a reduction sale. Also some good bred heifers for sale. Also an exciting date to mention, one of my favorite sales, Wednesday, February the 12th sale is our fourth annual Speckle Park sale. These speckles come from far and wide for this sale. More details later on. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'd like to mention, I give a big perk out for my hometown of Melville. The Scotties starts on Friday. Should be some good women's curling there and the men to follow on Wednesday, January the 29th. See you all there and we'll cheer the ladies on. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, $136.60 per 100 kilos. BP4, TCP4, 148.74 per CKG. The outlook, mainly cloudy, winds up to 15K, the high minus 4, the low minus 9. Wind chill minus 10 tonight, minus 16 overnight. Thursday, partly cloudy, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, the high minus 4 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 16 in the morning, minus 8 in the afternoon, the low minus 11. In Regina, cloudy and minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.